Welcome to the Ask the Commission podcast, week six. I'm Isaiah. I'm Dan. And guest hosting, oh boy, Mark. What's up? Hello, hello. Okay, first up. Okay, week six. It's crazy. Um, the new concussion protocol in effect. And it proves the NFL can change any rule at any time and make it work. <laughs> That's right. Billion dollar uh, business. They can do whatever they want. Well, the craziest thing is when you look at it, what is it? Who um, They said Teddy Bridgewater, he got ruled out. But had it been the week before last and he had a concussion, he'd have still been able to play. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they, I forget how they, 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 they spun this, but um, you had guys that looked from the eye tests that they weren't even hurt. And these guys were just being pulled off the field and you never saw them again. Um, I didn't get the full count for concussions we were at the pats game um but it just seemed like every every 20 minutes we were hearing about a new guy that was out for a concussion olave um you know bridgewater a few more too um it was just brutal yeah well i mean it's the tour rule pretty much like tour tour was kind of changed it well, I mean, I think, right, I think you and I spoke before, the idea is, is is it the NFL's responsibility to keep players from getting hurt to some degree, but the bottom line is their top priority because they're a business in that sense. So in a weird way, it is counter is um, it's counterproductive to rely on them to keep players safe when they want players to play i think the nfl should get a nice job for taking steps mid-season i think too often we see you know like baseball or basketball you know they're going to take a let's evaluate things in the off season or we'll try we'll try it in our minor league system first before taking real action you know i think the policies should continue to change the more information that becomes available yeah. You know, if they figure out that eating Brussels sprouts causes concussions. And okay, boom, banned. It's on the banned list. If you test positive for eating Brussels sprouts, you know, you're done for a game. You know, I think the real issue is getting people to follow the policy. Well, you yeah. Know, most yeah. the speed limit, no one ever follows the speed limit. You know, and they're always going you're to right. be players who are who say they're fine because they want to play. There's always going to be medical staff. Who evaluate players and everything checks out according to protocol. You know, I think it's a contact sport. You know, there's going to be risk involved. You just need to take best steps to protect the product on the field. And I think in the past, the NFL hasn't done that. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I think yeah. the more they do, you know, I think they should get in kind of an, an attaboy, you know, so that they keep making steps <laughs> in, the, in, the, yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, because you're not going to pre- I mean you're not going to prevent concussions or the injuries. Like that's never going to happen. It, guys keep getting bigger, faster and stronger, so it's going to happen, but what can you put in place so that not as many dudes get them? Now, now the rough in the passer calls this week, that's ridiculous. 
I understand why, but um, what, what's that last <laughs> word? What's the last word of that you said? Roughing the Okay, okay, okay. So yes. they're they're trying to again protect their investment because the NFL only cares and their fans only care about high scoring games, which people I saw a thing that this is a skewed stat. Someone said that look like look, Tom Brady isn't getting any more roughing the passer calls than any even Mahomes and, and Josh Allen. And it's like stop. Brady played in an era where they it was never called for how many yes. years of career. Hundred percent. So those numbers are completely skewed. You can't. Those are apples and oranges. Uh, at the end of the day, um, they need to keep their product. Now, you had two teams in the AFC East with the Pats and the Dolphins down to third string quarterbacks because yep. of concussions. Um, yep. Miami got drubbed by the Jets and the Pats. Just you know. Shout out the Lions, no big deal. Um, I wonder if the NFL has considered expanding the roster because of all of these concussion protocols and stuff. If so many players are going to get injured throughout the season, then they're going to have to expand just to accommodate, you know, yeah. this type of thing. And I know there's a lot of shuffling of we'll move this guy to the IR, and this guy will go to this other list, and this guy will be designated as this, and then we'll grab the guy from the practice squad and all that. You know, uh, you know, magic stuff that the coaches tend to do. I want to just expand the rosters. You know, well, even you, like you, five uh, you make a great point. It's just because I don't because I don't know the reasoning why they can't do that. That seems pretty logical. They did it. They have they enough guys COVID. on the practice squad. They did it for COVID. They expanded rosters for COVID. Again, proof that the NFL can do what they want in the moment. They didn't do that. They didn't decide in the off season that they should do that for COVID. They decided on a whim, let's add five or six more players because guys might, you know, now all of a sudden you don't even hear the word COVID around the league. Yeah. Never. They don't care. Um, but it must be, but it, but it must be one of those things, right? You play, you pay practice players differently than roster players. So it must complicate things for owners financially. I'm at to, for them to have to pay 10 more players or 10 more salaries. I mean, technically, the money is nothing to them. But I'm assuming I th- they are I th- acting yeah. like it is. I think the average practice squad player gets paid something like $85,000 a year if they stay on for a full season. Yeah. So five more players to, win, to billionaires? Like, really? Yeah. If they had that in cash and they dropped it, they wouldn't pick it up. Yeah. I mean, so, I, always like the, I, I always like the idea of if football was like baseball where so this week the other quarterback's playing because the other quarterback needs to rest that would be awesome if that was the case russell wilson would be fine well at the end of the day i had a conversation with um my our our, our buddy brian we've all met brian the Pats games. Uh, I've met him several times. Yes, he's yes. my favorite. He's always yes. drunk when you meet him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm Brian." You're like, "Yep, twelfth time." Like, but nice Brian to meet we're you talking again. <laughs> and we said, "I said, listen, you know, when I when I played football, we played most of our games Saturdays, and then we'd have a practice. You know, in some on some teams, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Sometimes it was just we'll do one longer practice on Wednesdays. My body was almost never fully healed." from playing in a Saturday game on Wednesday. And that was not at this level. 
these guys, I don't, I love football. These guys should not be playing Thursday night football. They should not have it. What's well, so up? Do you okay? What's well, so, up? Unless you had a okay. bye previously, they should not do that. Yes, the I think back that up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think there's a. I mean, I think there's a way you can do it and still have a good product. So no. I mean, because but when no. you say that, I I think what's the name shouldn't have played regardless. I I think Russell Wilson shouldn't have played. The idea of uh, the idea that he tore his lat on Sunday early, played the rest of that game, then went and played another whole game on Thursday is ridiculous. But I don't think that's the on t- on the team thing. I think that's an on him thing. I think that's some, I think that's some ego thing going on there. And that's why he didn't sit out. Thursday night product almost always is hot garbage. Aside from that, it's it's infamous for being like a bad call or the color rush jerseys where they did red and green and no one knew what team was what when the Bills played mm-hmm. the Jets. The Love NFL, if they're going to screw up, they're going to screw it. up on Thursday. But also, guys, these some of these guys are playing. They're ending their games. They'll play Sunday night football. And then they're playing Thursday night football. Even right if now, they didn't get concussion, they have sub-concussive hits. It's so dangerous. It is. Thursday night right. football has all-time low ratings and then all-time high injuries. Right. You know, the majority of people aren't going to commit three-plus hours on a weeknight to watch a mid-tier matchup at best, especially if they're they're now, they need to subscribe to another service in a never-ending list of services just so they can watch TV. But remember, the ratings ratings are down for football. That's just it. It's kind of one of those. Isaiah, tell me. Are you really tuning in to the Commanders versus the Bears tomorrow night? Okay, so here's the deal. I, like everyone, <laughs> is going to be like, eh, if I feel like it. And then you know what's going to happen? You'll I'm have nothing else to do. For, and you're just I'm going to turn- tune in for at least a little bit. And if it looks interesting, I'm staying. That's what everybody's going to do. You know when that would get but, into but something like that? Is if a real bear ran onto the field. That's when it would get really interesting, okay? <laughs> a real bear fighting a real a bear, an actual bear. Let a grizzly <laughs> get on the field with guys in full body armor. I have not watched the Thursday night football game yet this season, and well, I, I will. Um. Okay, so the uh, the Bengals-Steelers was – I like that game. Um, But Colts-Broncos game was – it was a dumpster fire of the highest order. Isaiah, it'd be real. Just you'd watch, you'd watch pickup brutal. teams play football on a Thursday night. You'd be like, yeah, this will yeah. be good. Yo, <laughs> I can probably, I mean, I can probably rationalize almost any game on a Thursday night. If I'm not mistaken, was <laughs> the the Mahomes Garrett Goff duel, was that a Thursday or a Monday night game? Because because I'm thinking, I don't know why, but it feels like that was a Thursday, right? I might be wrong. I might Look, be wrong. The sun I, shines I in a dog's time. asshole once in a while, too, okay? <laughs> I mean, that doesn't mean... <laughs> yeah, no, Thursdays... Thursdays, um, I think... Well, you gotta... You gotta let players... You just have to let players rest. There's no, there's no reason why you why you can't um but oddly enough 
it kind but it kind of it works for teams teams that play on on Thursdays they had they have they call it the mini buy because now you don't have to play on Sunday and you won't be playing again until either the following Sunday or Monday or maybe even Thursday but you also had a but, mini practice week because you finished Sunday you don't practice Monday Tuesday you go over film Wednesday you install stuff and then Thursday oh we're playing there was one um game where the Steelers played three games in 15 days yeah Mark you remember that yeah is I have a crazy idea for the NFL to get rid of the Thursday night game and really invest in games outside of the United States. You know, the, the games in London, you know, they're popular enough to keep going back. They make more no, they money. They want to have a London team. Absolutely. They, they, they make more money than uh, several of the teams here in the U.S. Like, set up, you know, uh, more, more games in Mexico, you know, more games yeah. in different arenas in Europe. And instead of a Thursday night game, send teams over to Europe for a week and then right before their bye and have it consistently throughout the whole season where every single week from maybe not from week one, starting like week two or three, right before the bye start, send maybe uh, have two games over in Europe, send two teams, then they go on their bye and do it for the entire season. They will generate more money that way than the Thursday night games or having those exact games in places like Jacksonville or I don't know, I don't know what some other garbage towns are that don't go to. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there, there are a lot of them. I don't want to call any of them out other than Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida. Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I mean, no, they, you, um, I, I heard. Right. I heard that they love London so much they want to put a whole division over there. That would make the most sense. Well, so the thing about it is, I travel. think. But what and actually, you, I think move because you'd have one American team go over there, hit up all four of them at the same time, then come back. So they spend a month over there in Europe hitting oh, okay. up all the that. teams. And then, you know, so you'll have four American teams over there at a time playing each of the four European teams. And then the European teams come over here to play. You know, they'll set it up so they'll hear having a bunch of away games, then maybe set up a bye. Um, well, they can have... You know, well, you know, travel and stuff. They well, can I don't know why they don't just... They could expand the season another week or another two weeks. No, you're right. Probably because they can give teams give more buys. Bye week in the middle. Yeah. There's no reason why teams can't have two buys. They can do literally do whatever they want. They're, they're not beholden. Sometimes I think they act like they're beholden to what other sports seasons are doing, but they're not. They can they can do that. And I think that could um that could be more effective. Because um, what is it? The the Jacksonville owner, I think he's the one pushing for Shrod. Yeah, I think he I think he's pushing for the London thing to happen. And yeah. it, it, it seems like it's gonna happen. Oddly enough, I think NFL Europe could happen. I think the reason why it didn't is because it came too early. 
I think if they tried to start NFL Europe now, it would work. They say that, but it was so popular. I know people. I know people that used to live in Europe and they loved it. And it was wildly popular, and they it was constantly sold out there. But it just. I don't think it was. I, it, I think that's one of those things where sometimes stuff isn't popular for the people making the decisions. It's well, weird because it's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sheesh. Ryan fire in, for life. Is he in prison now? Or is he dead? No, I, no, he died. I think he I think he might have committed suicide in prison. Oh, he might have. Right? After he, that like, sounds familiar, right? After he like dumped in that woman's closet, right? Well, I think he like, I think he might have killed the dude too. What? Oh, I think yeah. you're right. Hold on. A, like I don't yeah. If if you did your all all felony team, he'd be up there. He'd be a running back, I think. I mean, we already know Lauren, uh, Aaron Hernandez, right? That is a very interesting thing. So, okay, check this out. All felony team, Michael Vick starting QB. Ooh, ooh. Or soon could be Brett Favre. <laughs> Uh, oh my I'll, I'll take Vic over Favre. <laughs> like, Vic for the board, like even for criminals, like you need to have like a certain class of criminals. He's like, seems just like a douchebag. That's bag. true. That's like saying Ray Roof cannot be my wide receiver. He cannot make my felony team. No. Right. Yeah, yeah. He died in um he died in prison. Yeah, Lawrence Phillips died in prison. Yeah, good. That's a turn. I know. Um, who's who's a tight end? You said Hernandez. Oh, what about Hernandez. Mark? What about Mark Chamara? Did he Mark, do, did he get convicted or no. did he beat his case? No, he beat that. I think. Does that count then? Does that count? Can I start him on my mm, on my felony I mean, team? If you get charged, yes. If you get charged with a felony, yeah, no convictions. I mean, oh, convictions. Sheesh. But well, Nate Newton. No, 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 no convictions. Nate, <laughs> Nate Newton is up there, right? Didn't he have like ninety pounds of cocaine? Some, some, or nine hundred kilos, something. Nate Newton. That's not. Yeah. I mean, like, OJ, we, come on now. How did we forget OJ? Uh, how did we forget OJ? Goodness gracious! Well, that is, that's the guy. That and that's that's starting be, running back. Well, it has to be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Phillips has got to be your, you know, backup running back, I guess. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, look, OJ didn't do it. It's it's for that whole Vegas thing. It's not the whole murder double. <laughs> Yo, no, no, no. Right? I he mean, wasn't convicted. <laughs> you know, even though conviction, I it think felony robbery that could be a curve there. Right. Right. Meanwhile, right receiver uh, Dante Stallworth, he went to prison too. He went to prison for like eighteen days, though. Does no, no, no. He was in he was in jail for like a year. No, he was not. Look it up. Look it up. He was in jail for like a year, dude. You no, know, Dante um, got like no time because the guy jumped in front of his car. Yeah, jumped in front. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy was trying to make well. Tell you all criminal team, Ray Lewis and Lawrence Taylor. Oh fuck. Ray Lewis has to be on that. To your defense. Ray Lewis. So, at, Stallworth was sentenced to 30 days in jail, but served only 24 days. That's brutal. Jeez. Well, you got your kicker. I guess Janikowski's been arrested for numerous bar fights. Oh, yeah, that's right. An angry right. I do like man that. 
shocking. He's just a kicker. And he's going into all these bars and people are like, oh, it's the kicker. And then that's how the fight starts every single time. <laughs> well, actually, now that I think, and so um, Ray Rice is probably my backup running back. Ray Rice has to oh. be, right? Yeah. Was but... he ever convicted of anything? Lenny, technically, doesn't that right? Doesn't that count as a conviction? I mean, they're no? married, so like she never pressed charges. No, so yeah. unless, uh, you know, unless he was convicted, doesn't count. I'm very interested yeah, in right. the Polish cannon, though. The Polish cannon getting getting on that team. <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, Raker Roof. Sorry, no, cannot make this team. No nope. best best bit on Rake Ruth is on Kings of Comedy with him with Steve Harvey talking about Rake Ruth playing hide and seek. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna repeat it. It's so not PC, but if you haven't seen it, go and watch Kings of Comedy, Steve Harvey section with him talking about Rake Ruth and little Ray Ray. I'm not like, oh my gosh. I can't oh bring it up. Gosh. So uh who's that who's your owner? Um Jim Ursay or Robert Kraft? I don't know. (laughs) What felony was Robert? He was not convicted. Not convicted. God dang. Everybody's beating cases. Oh, yeah. I don't. Okay. uh, So, who is. Yeah, you'd have to do Jim Ursay. I think he's the only owner who's actually been, you know, what is his pill problem? Such a. Oh, my gosh. So dumb. Yo, speaking of dumb. Yeah, Al Davis is dead, but I don't think he. just win baby so speaking of dumb stuff yo okay dumbest stuff you saw this week I'll go first yo honestly personally I don't think I don't think Arizona I knew you were going to say this (laughs) well so okay so I'm looking at it um you gotta set there, the scene. We come back from the Pats game. Okay. We go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. And we're like hungry. We hadn't eaten it eaten at the stadium. We ate big breakfast in the morning. And we get there and we're watching the end of this Arizona game. And Isaiah looks at me and he goes, Do you kick this? And I'm like, Hell yeah, you don't leave points on the board. <laughs> and then he's like talking to me, and I'm like, eating, I'm like, not really paying attention. He misses it like like any of us. Wide man. right, wide right. It was like, terrible. I can't even why. It's more like wide, wide, wide right. It was so bad. And he's like, he missed like three of those in warmups. I was like, yeah. Wait, I didn't know that information when I said you just keep the point. It was so bad. They showed all three. I'm like, it was. I would have I mean, cut my kicker before we started the game and grabbed anyone out of the audience, uh, uh, you know, out of the stands to, to kick. Well, it was just one of those situations where it was just like, if if your kickers missed, gimme field goals. It's a different. It's different if he was practicing sixty yarders, but he's missing gimme field goals. And the way I see it is honestly, I think, I think every kicker, as long as the conditions aren't aren't altered, should be able to make all their kicks under fifty. Unless you get blocked. Especially indoors. Yes. Unless you get blocked. If it's under 50 and there's no weather altering your kick in any way, you should be able to just line up, kick it, boom. And so that's what was so so crazy about his 
just wide right. Not to mention the fact that after that game, I hear um, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray getting critiqued for it. It's like, come on. It's like they didn't they didn't lose the game because of their poor clock management. They lost the game because their kicker missed a kick that Justin Tucker could kick in his sleep. Yeah, I mean, that's that's up there. But if I had to choose dumbest, I would have to go with whoever is calling the Seahawks defense. If you can't stop Taysom Hill, the, I don't know, Brutal. second, third. How about fourth time he scores? Brutal. He's running Brutal. Wildcat. The league has seen the Wildcat for over 10 years regularly, especially with Taysom Hill at quarterback, hybrid, tight end, whatever you want to call it. He had that one big run that was just absolutely deplorable that he broke like six, seven tackles. Like well, he's fast, but he's not that fast. <laughs> he's fast, but when you're when you're taken out of the wildcat, you're off the line of scrimmage. You you can see that he's coming and sweeping over and he's going to make a run for the sideline. It's not hard to keep a safety in the box on him. I just no, I, yeah. Oh One God. or two of those scores, fine. Guy, kids an athlete. I get it. I totally get it. Four. But he can't. You can't. Yeah, you can't score four touchdowns. You're right. No. He just can't. He can't. He was out there looking like Michael Vick. You you can't do yeah. it. I mean, he didn't even look like he had to break tackles. He just ran past guys. Right. <laughs> right. And I think another thing that was. Okay, so Nathaniel Hackett, he still hasn't gotten fired yet from the Broncos. And it's every every week it just looks like the team somehow gets worse. It's super weird. Man. And it's like it's like, let me get this straight. The the ball is on the ball is on the one yard line. It's fourth and one. And you have your quarterback in shotgun. For what? Don't throw the ball. Run it in. I'm, I'm a fan of firing coaches whenever the hell you want to fire them. I don't care if it's the first first game in the first season they've coached your team. Well, Matt Rule already got fired. Now, granted, he had been there he for had, three um, years, right? He's been there for three years. Right. Well, and I don't know. Uh, Josh McDaniels. That's another boneheaded move with the with the Raiders. I mean, if you want to talk boneheaded moves, shifting it from Josh on a Hunter Renfro running into Devonte Adams, basically to lose them the game is is whatever. But Raiders starting one and four in that division, yeah, sure, maybe not fireable, but like they got to know whether or not your coach has it, whether it's Hackett or or, or the Raiders. Well, so the thing about I told you with Josh. They've lost four games by um, one possessions. And I think that's a tell to your team almost being there. So you love moral victory Monday? I think that's who Josh McDaniels is. is yeah. He's almost there. Right. That's who he was with Denver. You know, that's no, no, but he, he is but now. he lost it's, a lot of games he, in Denver. Yeah, but I'm not at the start. You know, and then when Tino know. came in, he caught that magic. You know, he brought to the playoffs a couple of seasons. No, so remember, he got, I think just he got fired. Kind of stumbled so, into that. 
Yeah, well, so well, so remember the Tebow. What is it? How did the Josh work? Josh got fired, and then John Fox came in. Jo- Josh, he didn't get a chance to do what he wanted with Tebow before Tebow, and then he Tebow had the magic year. But I think with Josh, right? I think it's actually a good thing for him instead of starting off strong that way. Now he can start off slowly trying to figure it out. I think we can agree that he knows how to coach, just whether or not he's a head coach is going to take take a bit of time. Well, but if you, but if your wide receiver runs into they run into each other like cartoon characters, <laughs> you're not going to you're, you're not going to win a lot of games. And that was against and if you look at the the losses though, right? They're not losing to um they're not losing to terrible teams right now. No, but Mark is right though. He 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 is almost the bridesmaid, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's like he's 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 almost a bridesmaid. He's not even almost a bride. He's almost a bridesmaid. He's just he's almost. That's why even when people go, oh geez, man, I don't know if we want him, you know, coming up and succeeding Belichick when he retires because people are like. McDaniels would first and ten. Let's run the ball. Second and ten. No, let's say it's it wasn't even then it's second and twelve. Let's run the ball. No, a sack. It's third and fifteen. Let's run the ball. Um oh wait, there's a penalty. Okay. Um let's try let's try to throw it now on third, third down. But we're only gonna do a two yard completion. Like what the <laughs> hell is that? And then you punch. <laughs> That is a typical, <laughs> you know, typical series for Josh McDaniels, and it happens once a game. Well, I, I actually like, don't. Th- eh. Well, so I think one of the problems is I don't think Derek. Derek, I, I like Derek. Uh, Derek Carr, but I don't necessarily think he is the quarterback for Josh McDaniels. Josh almost needs a quarterback that's slightly at a higher level. Like I can see Josh having a good court having a quarterback that could start anywhere and not screwing that up. But I think it's different when you have to drain the talent out of a guy. I guess he's not that great of a head coach then, is he? Well, he, I mean, well, okay. So Brian Dable, sidebar, Brian Dable right now in New York, in, in New York for the Giants is literally making Daniel yes. Jones work. But wow. all this the good coaches coach. are – but yeah, but I think he might be a great coach. That that's kind of great. I think I think I think the jury. I'm waiting to see. I wouldn't be surprised if um if the Raiders get the 500 or something at the end of the year. That won't surprise me. It'll surprise me. It'll be surprised me if they're vastly under 500. Two and and it would surprise me if they go to the Super Bowl. Two of the smartest coaches, I think, overall, not head coaches, coaches in the NFL, I think, are Josh McDaniels and Matt Patricia. I think that Matt Patricia made a terrible head coach because I think that they're just either hyper-focused on, not positional or whatever, but they're trying to, and Josh did this in Denver, they tried to bring the Patriot way to their teams, and that's not that, that's Bill. Yeah, And they try to do that, and they try to force it, and it doesn't work. I don't think Josh is necessarily trying to do that here, but I just don't think that he has that within him. I think he's one of the best coordinators in the entire league. 
I think he should stay coordinator. I think guys thrive as coordinators. I mean, who was um, Dick LeBeau? Okay, yeah. for the Steelers forever. Yeah. And, and, and Monty Kiffin, okay? Two of the greatest coordinators forever. They constantly were getting hounded to be head coaches. And they're like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Do we all think that they didn't want to be a head coach? Of course, every guy who you know want to be a coach, they knew their strong suit. They knew that they knew defense. They stayed where they were forever. Well, I, well, I think there's died. some guy. I think there's some guys that I think I think I think it's helped. I think it will help Patricia in the future, just like I think it helped Josh to wash out in Denver. Oh, he's gonna wash out in Vegas. <laughs> And he's going to wash his way back all the way to New England. So many teams felt burned by him spurning the Colts and not going with them. When the they Colts thing. So the, uh, here's the thing. The weirdest thing about the Colts situation is it's, it, it makes me wonder, does the Andrew Luck thing still happen? Remember, because he spurned them and then Andrew Luck retired like a month later or something like that. So does that still happen? You get what I mean? No. He might not have retired. I mean, he might have decided, oh, well, this guy's coming in. You know, I can work with him. Um, I mean, over under, you think three years McDaniels last in Vegas? Oh, under. Dude, three more games. I think, I think nowadays in the NFL, over. like over. teams – they they hire and fire coaches, I think, way too quickly. They don't give them a chance to develop their own, their own talent. They come in, and they're like, yeah. shine up this turd, take us to the promised land, sure. you know, within two years. And like, But that's what I told – but no what I told Dan, Davis doesn't do that. Right. He's going to get that – he's going to get – he's going to get the time to fail. Other, other, other um, owners do that. You know, yeah. It's like, for instance, the Colts shouldn't have got rid of Carson Wentz. There was literally the, no reason to get rid of Carson Wentz. And he that's had a why deep... all these teams consistently right. come up short. It's they're they're developing their quarterbacks too early and letting them instead of letting them sit behind, you know, uh, an average quarterback for a couple of years to like learn, you know, at this level, they rush him in. And more often than not, they don't succeed, and they well, so, become, and they become a Carson Wentz, or they become well. So the diff. Well, so I know, think these I, journeymen who go. Well, I think you're right. Team. I think you're right to some extent, but I also think I was telling I was telling Dan this with the with the idea of quarterbacks nowadays, right? Now, um, I um I listen to Trent Dilfer talk about it, okay, and uh, and I think it's I think it's true. He's like now when kid when 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 guys are young at quarterback, they have tons of more camps at a young age. So they grow into the position a lot earlier. And which stands the reason why now you have guys that come in the league and they don't need as much fine tuning before you can tell whether or not, yeah, this ain't going to work. Now, some guy, some of that I think is a lot of colleges run pro offenses now too. Yes. So there's a lot less of a learning curve. But but some of the coaching now Brian Dable being able to succeed with Daniel Jones truly shows that it all has a lot to do with coaching at all as well. 
if you have the right coach with the young quarterback and, and you compare them and they match well, sky's the limit. Look at look at the rookie class that Mac is from. Look at all the guys that are, quote, succeeding. They all ran pro-style offenses. Trey Lance didn't. They didn't run a pro-style offense. Trevor Lawrence. Well, remember, last Trevor night Lawrence. I was watching 30 for 30, Elway to Marino. I wonder, oh, I wonder nice. in 20 years if we're going to see one that's, you know, like Lawrence to Jones, where right. they, you know, have all the quarterbacks that went in that first round. Yeah. And, you know, what their careers ended up being. Well, so the thing, well, so, all right. So who was in that? All right. So Justin I think Fields, Zach Wilson. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Matt mm-hmm. Jones, Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Yeah. First off, um, Trevor Lawrence this year, I think, has already proven coaching matters sure he's already had a much better year than he did with urban meyer the justin fields thing i think i don't know what that team is doing but i know i know this guy has an arm and i know this guy is a is a really good athlete but it seems like when he's out there they don't put him in any positions to succeed yeah but and this is i've said this before tim couch not drafted by Cleveland, might be one of the greatest quarterbacks we've never seen. It's all circumstance. Same thing with Joey Harrington. You don't know with some of these guys, but at the end of the day, you do have guys that can rise up, you know, to a certain extent. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, Mark's right. The guys who run pro-style offenses in college at least have the skill set. It it helps. It helps Weather those storms. It helps a lot. I mean, Trey Lance. I think. I think Trey Lance is. I don't. Trash. I think. I think the injury thing is going to get him, yo. Literally, Trash. that's it. It's Trash. the injury thing. Yeah, literally, he's played in like what, maybe four or five games, six max, and he got hurt. He's had three injuries. You know what he reminds me of? A quarterback that went to South Dakota State or North Dakota State. Oh, no, 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 no. It doesn't remind you of Carson Wentz. Because oh, Carson oh, Wentz. Does. No, you know why? Because Carson Wentz, before before he, before his team won a Super Bowl, he, he, a, he had them. He was going to sure. win the MVP that year. Everybody sure. knew. And then, he got, and then he got hurt and was never the same again. It does seem like that, yes. It Sorry, does Trey seem Lance. like that. He got You're hurt and it never seemed like that again. But Trey Lance hasn't even had that success yet. And, he's and never I don't think it but as I told you, I don't think it has anything to do with him going to South Dakota State or North Dakota State. Because the, the idea is, um, I th- also, also one of the things, Ali, that probably hurt him is the COVID year. He played one game, that one or two games that year. His team did because of COVID. And I think look, that has to hurt you. The league, the league falls in love with, constantly falls in love with the athlete, right? Well, yes. The quarterback, the Kyler Murray that plays baseball and plays football, the Jameis Winston that plays baseball, the guy that plays football. All these guys, Mahomes, all of them, even Brady. Did you know Brady was drafted by the Montreal Expos? Anyways. Well, remember, they, I think they say all the – all like almost all um, athletes that played – that showed or played any interest in another sport get drafted by the MLB because they want your rights because you're an athlete. Yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, they want these kids that have rockets for arms, but it's not even the rocket. It's what Mahomes shows every single week. 
if you can play baseball, if you can pitch, you can do different arm slots, which means you can all do kinds of angles, stuff. you yes. can do all sorts of stuff that makes its way out of the field. Well, they've they've done studies on children and development and youth sports. And you know, statistics show that children who do that are focused on not just one sport end up performing well and better later in life at like the collegiate or the professional level because they're more well-rounded and the the kids who are focused on doing you know one sport all year long by the time they get you know to the collegiate level they're you know their whole body's just broken down to the point you know you get like the greg odin effect where you know they're just their cartilage and everything has turned to dust and they're you know a a a 23 year old you know just uh they can't even perform anymore well that's why that's why the kids in the sunshine states right florida texas california these kids are the most athletic guess what they're playing all year round there's no one from how many people from new hampshire have been drafted in the nfl well, like, so what? Are, well, not many. The there's things, there's so always this... there's always one person from New Hampshire, like in the yeah. NFL. Sure. Well, and one of the things to consider too is right. Some of those, I mean, some of those places, those st- some of those states and towns are are football factories, right? Like literally, like if you, I mean, some 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 of those places in Florida or Texas or Cali, it's just like yeah. You're, I mean, oh, yeah. you're going to go to a big college if you, if you show um, promise. Yeah, so it's interesting. I, I, I can't remember. I can't remember all the all the people who were on the De La Salle when they were um, at, at their at their the the, the, the pinnacle. Um, but uh, you know, Maurice Jones Drew was there, I believe, um, and and they won something like two hundred. I don't remember how many consecutive games they had. Uh, <laughs> See, it was yes. something absolutely stupid. Um, and, and it was it was like they said that the kids at one point, no, oh, they won 151 games. Okay, 151 game winning streak from 1992 to 2004. So that's so that's literally like you could win. A championship, then your little brother could get on a team, win a championship, and yeah. then your little little brother could get on the team and win a championship. They said the kids they had to bring in counseling for the kids that lost that 152nd game. That's how serious prep football is. These so I just looked into it, and New Hampshire is repping Hunter Long. Tight end, fourth string for the Miami Dolphins. Good for nice. him. Where did he play? Dartmouth. Nice. Uh, probably something like that. Let me take a look. That's either that or UNH. I don't think we have made. <laughs> well, no, Boston College. What about Austin College? Maybe Boston, Boston College. College. Yep, he Boston did. College. BC. <laughs> yeah. Good ACC. for him. Pride in the live free or die state. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I right, so this week, tell me who was on your bench. What if you knew? If you knew now, what you didn't know 
then who would who would you have played this week? Because cool. I'd have played the Pats defense, who scored almost thirty points against Detroit in the shutout, and looked incredible. And they just sat on my bench, scoring points. <laughs> just, I mean, I would have played uh, probably Jacoby Myers. I'm, I imagine twenty points on my bench, and maybe That's not great. Damian Harris after he had like what? How many plays? And then. Yanked his hamstring, 1.7 instead. There's got to be something we can do about... I love the idea of being able to get points from a player's backup if they go out or something, if you have them, but or one of your one of your players. But it sucks that literally they get, they get hurt. And in real life, if you if a player gets hurt on your team, you sub them out. Yeah. So like, in fantasy, that, that adds, could be cool. That adds a level of complexity that's so hard. Yeah. Right? Because then you're like, if you do team running backs, who, a- after CMC, Mark, who's his backup? Chuba? Chuba. Okay, Chuba. Who's, who's after that? There Frank you go. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Long, right? It's like, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like, I'm like, okay, the best one you might want to go with my guy Nick Chubb because then you go with Cleveland because then you get Kareem Absol- Hunt, absolutely. Hunt. That's a great thing. Like Green Bay, right? Aaron Jones and AJ. Yeah, Dillon. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Minnesota. <clears throat> um, you could take Matt- all of New England's running backs because they always oh, use four and they never oh, yeah. score consecutive weeks. That's right. So That's New true. England as a whole, you're going to score some good points. That's true. That's true. I mean, even when you look back when James White was on the team, I mean, that was a hell of a – you never knew what you were going to get because it's like, oh, okay, this guy might even sit. (laughs) It's so brutal. So if I had to make a different uh, decision last week, it would be to not pick up Greg Joseph, kicker from Minnesota. I just wouldn't have played a kicker at all. (laughs) This guy missed missed two field goals. 0 for 2 for field goals. He ended up with one point. Like, why even bother showing up to the game? That is brutal. One point. Like, you have one job. That's it. Your job is to kick. And you're playing Chicago. And you're Minnesota. They're (laughs) going to be valuable kicks. Okay? They're not just, like, throwaways. I mean, I'll tell you what, the person who feels that same pain is the guy I played this week. He had missed a field goal, and he got an extra point, and he landed at zero, and he lost to me 139.15 to 138.2. If that guy just gets that extra point, if he makes his extra goal, he beats me. He beats me by 0.05. I'm so upset. I tried to drop him as soon as the game was over, but ESPN wouldn't let me because the oh, yeah, because they football locked wasn't over. I was like, listen, right. I don't want this guy on my bench on my <laughs> yeah. team any longer than he has to. Like, he doesn't even get to shower after the game. No, <laughs> yes. get out. Your pads get are still on. Out of here. Get walk to out your here. car. See you later. Can't be associated with you. Like, what happens in 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 uh, when when what's his name? Um, quit halfway through the game like can you add another idp at halftime if that happens when you lose a guy 
Um, no, it must be it must be the same way an injury works. You can't Vontae Davis. Yeah, you can't. It it sucks. Um, I mean, but that's unprecedented. It never happens, except when it did happen. <laughs> Terrible one time. You said that one time, right? Yeah. <laughs> They've it's never had never any happened. NFL player commit murder. <laughs> yeah. Except for the one time. Never <laughs> happened. Well, never and happened. then that other time. <laughs> and then that other time. Right. Right. <laughs> Never happens except when it does. We never had any quarterback got hit so hard that he looked physically deformed on the field, except for that one time. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But as they as they say, records are meant to be broken, so we'll see. Goodness yeah. gracious. All right. So start sit drop. Okay. I told you guys this week I'm sticking with Russell Wilson. I shouldn't. I should sit him. That's a I, I shouldn't. But I am sitting Najee Harris because all signs point to sit this dude because I can't drop him. I literally picked him second, my second pick. I can't <laughs> drop him. I can't. But I did go ahead and drop Chase Claypool after grabbing him to pick up Deshaun Watson to stash. Brutal. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't really have a lot of choice right now as far as who I'm I'm gonna start. But as far as sitting, I I'm I'm still. Man, last week was Valdez Scantling, but now he got he got twelve last week. Um, his targets are getting up. And now he's getting some. But he's getting. He's he did getting get better. some targets. You held on to him forever. Held on to him, but. Uh, you know, I'm an idiot just because I keep dropping the wrong guys. Um, you know, I had Taysom Hill. I dropped him. Goes on for 40. I had Hayden Hurst. Dropped him. I can't get him back now. Mark, good luck. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm going to be starting uh, Hayden Hurst. <laughs> you should. You should. This kid This kid gets good looks, especially in the red zone. He, I think he's the second. Um, I think he might be the second highest targeted. Red zone tight end right yeah. now. I've seen too many Bengals games already. I don't know how, but um, every time I seem to turn it on, Burrow's with the, like the 10-yard line and Hayden Hurst is getting open looks. And I'm like, man, I wish I could get a guy like that for the third time, but I already caught him. Well, you wouldn't play him because you got Kittle. The problem is Kittle's hurt. Yeah. yeah. Not I have Waller's on by this week. So I'm playing Hurst, and then as soon as I pick him up from the wire, you using a priority on the waiver, he's questionable the very next day. So I picked up Daniel Bellinger, the Giants tight end, who you know he gets he gets some points. You know he's he's not a he's not going to blow the doors open, but he's you know <laughs> you know he's going to provide some points for the effort. He's going to show up. <laughs> yeah. So, as long as it's know, more he, than one point, he he's who I'm going to be sitting this week. And I already dropped the aforementioned kicker, Greg Joseph, <laughs> for being not very good at his job for existing. I have a confession to make, and I don't. I mean, I I hope I hope that the guy I played hears this. I told Isaiah this. I completely, quote unquote, screwed up. I like, I think I like forgot that it was like eight o'clock or eight 30 last week. And the game started Thursday night football. And I started the Colts against Denver 
And usually I'm like, oh, Thursday night defense, uh, you never know what's going to happen. And I was going to play Philly because they played so well, but I'm like, yeah, it's Arizona. I was hemming and hawing, but I was going to play Philly. I'm glad I didn't. I would have <laughs> lost by like eight if I did. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I'm rolling with the Colts again this week. Um, I don't know. I'm in trouble. I just got too many injuries at running back now. I mean, I got Chubb playing, but I got Naheem Hines now concussed. Jonathan Taylor, he's still hurt. Damian Harris now, he's probably going to miss multiple games. So those are like the three backups I have. So Yowzers. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a journey. All right, so week six, fellas. Okay. That Jaguars Colts game. Well, actually, no, we'll start with Commanders Bears because that's tomorrow. It's Thursday night. All right, let's move on from that because that's a trash game. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins? Well, we Commander. all lose. <laughs> 50 to nothing. The Bears won't even show up. Now, hold on. Oh, that's Dude, hilarious. Before we do this, the three of us are in a pick'em league. So if you haven't made your picks, you need to make a screenshot so that my expert advice doesn't sway <laughs> your opinion. Because I, I'm I'm we definitely I'm sure I'm we definitely doing better than both of you in the pick'em. Yeah. So I don't want you guys to get any cheap wins off of me. I'm sure we definitely sway each other's opinions. Check this out. Hold on. I'm, I'm going with the now. Bears. I'm going with the Bears tomorrow night. Wow, you you sniff glue. <laughs> I'm going. No, I just think Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz just had a good game, which means now he has to have three shitty ones. You're crazy. <laughs> you're you're crazy. Don't... You think that? The... <laughs> yeah. First, Do you also think the Jets are going to beat Green Bay. <laughs> the first first week first week first uh, week of the season, I picked the I picked. Remember, I picked the. Houston to beat the Colts, and you said I was crazy. They tied. That's but true. That's still, a, that's still a victory. That's true. That's McLaren true. is set to have a huge week. I've had him in fantasy the last couple years, and he goes up and down so much. He's been pretty consistent this year. Hasn't had any injuries, but he's getting consistent targets. And against the Chicago defense that I think is pretty suspect, He's gonna he's gonna look awesome. I have Washington in this one. I'm taking screenshots just for you, Mark. I just made all my picks. I'm glad I, you told me to. I would have forgotten, probably. Yeah, I would have forgotten too. I miss I missed last <laughs> Thursday game again. I forgot. You know, I forgot to make that pick. I was like, ah, eh, probably would have picked wrong anyways. Thursday night games, I never picked well anyways. But Isaiah is on crack. I think I could get yeah no I'm a, no you hit you hit all these up and beat the Bears tomorrow. You hit all these wild ones. Check this out. Okay, uh, Ravens Giants. Of course, I have the Ravens winning that. You don't have any faith in Danny Dimes. I have faith that he that they're gonna lose this one. <laughs> they're four and one. They won as many games as they did all last year. Now they're playing against the real opponent. They're gonna they're gonna get beat. I I agree. I think I think the Giants are going to show up and they're going to remember that they're the New York Giants, and then <laughs> the game's going to go like we all know that it should. They're going to lose by a bunch of points. Yeah, I think it'll be close at halftime. People are going to go, "Wow, I think the Giants are in this," and then it's like, "Nah, I don't think that's yeah. really the way." Yeah. It's okay, so check this out. Um, Jags Colts. I got the Jags. <laughs> so do I. 
Um, no faith in the Colts without without um, Jonathan Taylor. None. No faith in them. No, I, he still might play, but they even said that he didn't practice. But they said Naheem already did. But like, I, I just I think that that offense is struggling this season because he hasn't been living up up to it just because he's been hurt. Yeah, yeah. And plus, Jacksonville really stunk it up last week, so I think they're going to. Jacksonville really stunk it up. Um, I think they're going to get back to form. They they played poorly in the, the last couple of weeks. I, something tells me this is going to be a game they bounce back. Yep. Indianapolis uh, is Matt Ryan. Like yeah. you can't put any like it's who he was in Atlanta, where most of the seasons he's going to get four to five wins. You know, he got very lucky getting the Super Bowl once. But, yes. like, he, other than that, you know, it's, uh, it's like he's like a knockoff brand of Tony Romo. Hey, hey, Romo mm. was good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Matt Ryan's a knockoff brand. Yes, yes, right. yes. You know, like, you order the Tony Romo, you're getting top shelf. <laughs> like, the doctor. You, know, you know what to expect. Like if he did the phony Romo, if he wasn't a quarterback in such a garbage organization, then I think he would have had a better career. Yes. Phony Romo, <laughs> yeah, phony Romo. All right, so um, of course, um, I know you're not picking against the Pats, Dan. Um, I got the, I got the, I got the Pats beating the Browns. I think, I just think, um, something tells me that I think they might be hitting their stride, where they can run off a bunch of wins. Um, I mean the Browns are a good team, but I don't think I don't think Jacoby's gonna light up Bill. I don't think Jacoby is, but I think Nick Chubb is he's probably gonna get 170 yards. Like, I hope so. I fancy <laughs> running back, and then they can lose. That's fine. Watching watching the games and just at times seeing New England just unable to stop the run, especially yeah. in the Baltimore game. Yeah. It was just uh, it was yeah, and I mean, brutal. we played we played Detroit very well. Obviously, shut them out, but they didn't have DeAndre Swift. So, I mean, you want to yeah. see how they're going to do against the guys. But Pat's this is wild. Belichick slides into a tie um, with Hallis for his second all time wins against his old team, and then he has a chance to surpass him to be number two directly behind Shula. When they play the Bears at home, I really hope he coaches like Shula does until he's like three hundred and eight. That would be amazing. Just just coach until you have one more in, <laughs> one more. I did out. I did get out. Higher. Then retire. Yeah. Retire mid season in a shocking turn. He's like, I don't have yeah. to break his record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so um, Bengals Saints. Um, I got the Bengals. I mean, I think. I think they've they've been playing better. Um, I don't think Taysom Hill is going to be Vic this week. No. So, on uh, Cincinnati, I have I don't I I think the Saints are kind of posing here. I don't I don't really yeah put too much stock in them. I think I think right I need- now right now they're both two and three. It's like since the Bengals. They lost the Super Bowl, and typically there's always like the Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, you know, with just the injuries and the letdown. But the Saints, I just you can't have. I don't put any faith in that organization. Kamara seems like he's completely done. 
You know, they're on their second string quarterback, who's also their tight end. It just <laughs> it, it doesn't <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it's going to be a good season for the Saints. And no, it doesn't. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But no, it's not shaping up nicely. It's not terrible. So we got the Bucks Steelers. Two hundred to zero. The Bucks. Not, I, not what we're talking about. <laughs> you you love Kenny Pickett. I this here we go. I love go. I want to pick I, Kenny Pickett. I no, but I can't do it. No, I can't do it. It's not it's not shaping up nicely for them right now. It's shaping up. The good thing is I think young quarterbacks should play against good defenses where you sure. where they can they can kind of you can kind of gauge where their level of play is at because they play quality defenses that try to trick them and get them to make mistakes. So oddly enough, I think if he kind of if he can have a bunch of yards and not throw a lot of picks against the Bucks defense, I think that's a good tell in the right direction. But I don't see how they win that game. Think of think of the Bucks and then just think real quick of how crappy their division is this year. Carolina. Atlanta, Marks, New Orleans Saints. <laughs> that Tom Brady's gonna throw six touchdown passes in the first half. Giselle's <laughs> gonna be so awestruck that she's gonna come back and forget all about the divorce. Tom Brady's <laughs> gonna come back after half and throw 10 more touchdown passes. Exactly. That's pretty much what will happen. <laughs> it's gonna be brutal. It's, just, it's gonna be brutal. Now, um, Niners Falcons. So the Shanahan um, revenge game. I don't know what that would be. Right? Well, so I mean, I think I mean the, the problem. I mean, the thing about it is right. Um, the Niners have started to kind of look like how they look when Jimmy's healthy. That's it. They don't. They don't do a lot of craziness. Debo makes plays and they run the ball. I the expect the X, same thing to happen. Only X factor here is that they're a West Coast team playing at one. That, yes. that that might keep it closer than any of us would probably guess. But yep. I'm not, you know, this is not a 24 to 23 win. It's 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 more like by a touchdown at least. Atlanta's yep. rocking uh Marcus Mariota, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. So San Francisco, I'll pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> like Mario is like just like Jalen Hurt. He's like a smaller type of guy. You know, it he's serviceable, but he's never going to be the guy who's gonna take you to the playoffs. You know, maybe he'll get you to eight and eight. Maybe well, I think Mark I think Marcus Mar Mariota's one of those dudes that um he I'm surprised he he hasn't gotten hurt yet. He seems to play he seems to be the kind of player that plays well, and then he gets hurt. And then the season gets derailed. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens again at some point, knock on wood. Now, um, Jets Packers, I I don't believe the Jets are gonna beat Green Bay. No. No, not even close. Just like the Giants, the Jets are gonna show up on Sunday. Remember they're the Jets. They were like, oh, three and two. I think we should be three and three. Right. We, need to, we need to pace ourselves. We like we can't get our fourth win until like yeah. week 12. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, um that's I mean 
Aaron Rodgers missed practice, though. <laughs> Probably burning incense. <laughs> um, exactly. Okay, check this out. I actually think this is an intriguing game. Vikings-Dolphins. Honestly, I this is a toss-up. I agree. I almost want to go Miami. but I am going to go Miami, actually. I'm going to Miami here. They're on the third-string quarterback. So but I, I think, <clears throat> but I think Teddy, I think Teddy is um, questionable. So if I can Teddy, see Teddy playing. If Teddy starts, if Teddy starts, then I think Miami has a good shot at winning this game. Yeah, I um, can't believe Minnesota's actually four and one. I think um, they're one of those teams that, as long as I, I tell I tell Dan, as long as they don't have to play important games, Kirk Cousins can win. When they play important <laughs> games. Put that TV on. He tell his mama looking at him in the stands. It's a wrap. It's going to be terrible. I have Kirk Cousins as my backup on my bench, backup to Brady. And based on his fantasy stats this year, I I would not have believed that Minnesota was four and one. And I have Thielen as well. Uh, and I'm kind <laughs> oh, of geez. I'm kind of like stuck because because I have all the receivers on my bench are pure garbage, and so. I'm stuck with Thielen, and he's had like one or two good weeks, and then he's putting up like four point performances, and the others, not because he's open, just because Curtis Cousins decides he's not going to throw to him. He just throws to Jefferson. Yeah, it's like I'm just not going to throw to this guy who's wide open here, and I'm going to throw the other guy down the field. Good triple coverage, but Jefferson yeah. will make play, and then he'll score a touchdown. <laughs> but and like you like, know, he'll he'll, he'll put up 300 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions, and it's, yep. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, so that's wild. literally it's it. so wild that Thielen has, like, fallen from grace because he was – everyone was saying he was, like, the best wide receiver in the league. I know, but remember, I think – but remember, I think now Thielen is um, – age-wise, I think he – I think he's at that age. Oh, he gets to an age where all of a sudden his hands don't work? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean is – well, I'm thinking from the perspective – he he's had to have lost the step, and now I mean, like it's the weirdest thing. I mean, he, he played like to lose a step with Jefferson playing near him. <laughs> well, one of the things play. that's funny is, I think he probably played two years with Stefan Diggs, right? He played yeah. a couple of years with Diggs, yes. and he had already yeah. been in the league for a while. Yep. You know, um, but no, I, I just don't. I just don't. I think the Vikings are gonna. Going to come down to earth, so I don't. I don't have them. Um, Rams, Panthers. I think one can probably have the Rams as a definite because um, PJ Walker is playing, and they have a. I don't know who the coach is right now, but it's not Matt Rule. No, I'm. Um, Panthers are fighting the Chicago Bears for the number one pick in the draft. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna dump McCaffrey. They're gonna dump DJ Moore. They're gonna dump anyone and everyone to anyone they can to stockpile picks so they can move around. They're gonna have a great draft potentially, just like Jacksonville did this last year, and they're gonna reload. Yeah, I'd be now, surprised if they win more than one game the rest of the year. And it's not yeah, be this week. It's, no, it's not. I think, and I think you're right. Now, um. Cardinals Seahawks. 
Um, Cart, this the, here's the deal. I love Gino. I'm Team Gino. My, <laughs> my, my my heart my heart says Gino's gonna they're gonna win, but my gut says the way that the Arizona lost a close one that they should have gonna they, show up had a yeah. shot. They're probably gonna win this. They'll probably steal this one in Seattle. I think the card. I think the Cardinals are gonna show up. I think on paper, like there's no way the Cardinals should lose, but you know that's why you play the game. Yes. No, it's, it's true. Um, but I mean, Seattle just lost their their starting running back like last week or the week before, last and week. you know I yeah. believe some of the other running backs are already injured, and you know you, you'd like to think that Gino could be the guy that you know comes in and does well. I just. Uh, I, I don't see them getting past Arizona. I think Arizona started slow. I think Murray dealing with his contract stuff in the off season, yeah. you know, maybe not being as focused, um, maybe taking that uh, mandatory watching film out of the contract has had a real hit on him. But you know, if they're they're turning it on now, they're starting to get warmed up. Uh, then definitely Arizona this week. Yep. I think so. Now, oh, that Bills Chiefs. Now, one knows I always think the Bills are overrated no matter what they do. I think this week is going to be a week that, again, I pick against them to lose. At some point, I have to be right again. No, um, Bills are going to win. And you know why? Because every time I pick against the Bills, they win. So I'm going to pick the Bills. They're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and and this is the first time too. I I read that like Mahomes, the first time he's ever been a home underdog. Oh wow! Bills. Wow, that's some that's crazy. Bills. I don't know. I I try to think of the score because Arrowhead's crazy. Is it going to be like thirty five, thirty four? Is it going to be? Well, we don't know how to play defense. Is it going to be fifty six to fifty five? <laughs> like, and that's kind of one of those things. I'm like. It's some is somebody gonna play defense this game? It you no know, the first half it's gonna be like thirteen to ten. Yeah. And then, then you know they're gonna come out in the second half, they're gonna make their adjustments, and then at that point it's gonna be a shootout. Um mm. based on recent history, you gotta think Buffalo is gonna come out on top on this one. They'll see each other again in the playoffs, and Kansas City will beat them again. Um <laughs> Like watching Kansas City now reminds me of watching the Patriots dynasty, where you're just watching and you know, no matter what the score, no matter what time of the game, how much is left on the clock, that they're going to win this game. Because looking at Holmes, no matter, you know, him and Kelsey and the plethora of weapons that he has, there's even with what he's he's gone down the field in like 30 seconds. It's not even a two-minute drill. Right. It's a 28-second yeah. drill. Right. It's impressive. He, yeah, where they leave the, him 30 if, seconds, you're like, they left him too much time. And yeah. Like, be like, uh, he'll find a way to get the team at field goal range. That's it. It's like, oh, I think. Uh, Kareem Hunt, gone. It doesn't matter. Oh, Tyreek. That's pretty Hunt, wild, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, nobody speaks about the Kareem Hunt thing anymore. 
with them. Yeah. Brady had a lot of turnover with all the receivers and running backs and everything that he had. And he still put up numbers consistently all the time. He didn't have like the Marvin Harrison that Manning had every (laughs) single year. You're right. Marvin Harrison or Reggie Wayne. You're right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he has Kelsey. He's had always had that, you know, safety blanket kind of like Gronk and Brady later in Gronk's career. Yeah. Brady's career, but you know, he's making work with whoever's there. Like the receivers are doing what they need to do. Yeah. Uh, and they're getting open. Well, again, and I joke, you know, I I, I think the Chiefs win here again. I uh, but I'm I'm picking the Bills just so that the Bills will lose. Um, but we've talked about this before. The reason why I keep saying that the Bills are posers, right? Is because the Bills have shown that if they can't if they can't run the ball. They're not. They're not going to win, and I think the Chiefs are athletic enough to slow down Allen. They might not be able to contain him, but these guys practice every day against Pat Mahomes. Okay, they know how to play against that quarterback. <laughs> that is funny to move. think about. So if you can do that, guess what? Is Devin Singletary going to rip it up against the Chiefs? <laughs> nope, he hasn't yet. He won't. That's. So, that is that is super fair. That's fair. I, I can't wait to see this. I almost want to see this more than I want to see the pass game. Yeah. <laughs> you think of yeah. the other side, Del, uh, Buffalo's defense practices against, uh, against every single day. Yeah. So, like they're getting just as worn out and they're getting just as much, you know, exposure, if you will, to. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It should be a good one. I'm actually surprised they didn't just say flex that. But. That Cowboys Eagles is a big game this week. I don't. I don't think they can flex this early in the season, right? It's not going to do what they want. Well, maybe they that's can. right. <laughs> you, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> that should be their new motto. The new yeah. motto. Like, what, the the new motto. what do we want? Yeah, flex it to <laughs> another Monday night football game. <laughs> We're going to flex it to Wednesday because screw <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so we got Cowboys Eagles. Um, I expect the I expect it to be a good game. I think the Eagles are, are gonna hold on to win and and be six and oh. They're gonna defeat Cooper Rush. <laughs> He's undefeated this, as a starter. This is the game that Cooper Rush loses and then Dak comes back and gets and the, the job. That yeah. I, I really hope that Dallas wins. So that after getting a huge contract, Dak Prescott comes back and they can just once again prove how poorly run Dallas is as an organization of, oh, great. You just paid this running back all this money. And now he doesn't perform. Now you paid this quarterback all this money and you had this backup this whole time that is just as good. Right. That's <laughs> great. Well, so the thing about it is, I think I was telling Dan, the thing about it is with the, I think the Cowboys are going to screw it up because they are playing different. They are allowing the, the the game to come to the offense and play solid defense and just run the ball and not try to and not try to be the greatest show on turf. But the reason and I've said this before, I think he's one of the worst coaches in the NFL right now. The reason why the reason why McCarthy is a crappy coach is because he doesn't usually do that. And now he is the quarterback that's more suited yeah. to his coaching ability. Exactly. 
Speaking no, of crappy quarterback, they'll have 130 yards. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of crappy coaches, all right. Last game of the week before we're out. Broncos, Chargers. Of course, I can't pick against the Broncos. Um, but all signs point to us losing. Yes. Yeah, divisional though. I mean, I, I agree. I think Russ Wilson will come back to earth. I think um they'll inject his lat with something and staple it to the side of his body if they have to. You know, they spent two billion dollars on him. Um <laughs> Charges are too much, though, but divisional games, Monday night football, usually are awesome games. That's why yeah. also, even, even at night, I think the Cowboys-Eagles games can be awesome. I um, think so, too. So, I think I think Chargers by, honestly, just probably a touchdown, maybe two at the most. It might be late, but. Cool. Russell Wilson is having like the worst year of his career. Uh, his completion percentage is 5% lower than his career average, under 60% for the, you know, I know it's early, but, you know, it's not for lack of weapons. You know, his QB rating is running around 83, which is down almost 20 points from his career average. The only major stat he's in top 10 in the league is sacks, where he's six with 16, which is over three a game. (laughs) It's going to be like, and you know, he's lost his starting running back. He he can't seem to, you know, just he's, it's not working. I I, I don't see it. I don't see it working this week against, (laughs) you know, uh, a team like the Chargers who it does seem to be working for. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, On that note, um, Yo, I think that's it. I think this is in the books. Um, I'll say, uh, yo, Mark, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me, John. <sighs> um, I'll say, go past, go Broncos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go Broncos. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> yeah. Let's ride, Russell. <laughs> and right, we're out.